Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Neurodiversity Week helps schools more ways to have Disco Coolia. The importance of place value. Why did Matt change? Or did it? and working memory and numeracy training for children. This is our podcast for week nine in 2022. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Kudia Services to help us work through the links of this week. Welcome Dr. Schroeder. Thank you so much. I'm right here. It was a beautiful day, so I'm happy to be back in the studio. Happy to be back in the studio. Well, that's good. We assembled some, uh, some nice links. Some of them are very intriguing, uh, definitely the one with more ways of Disco Kudia. I'm very curious about that one. But we start with the first one, and it says that the Neurodiversity Week seems to help schools. How's mm-hmm. that? Yeah, the people behind the Neurodiversity Week are providing a very nice, concise, clear page with resources for parents, teachers, tutors, and school officials to download lots of basic information about uh, Disco Kudia and other uh, neurodiverse um, issues. But it's not been, right? No. No, we're still waiting for neurodiversity. Yes, yes, March uh, 21 through 27 is the neurodiversity week. But we thought it would be a good plan to... um, Mention it now. Mention it now, so schools have some time to prepare for it and can download all these uh, wonderful materials. So definitely the page with classroom accommodations for dyscalculia should be the topic for a teacher's meeting. So all are aware, please uh, look at it. Um, then we have a video clip from Daniel and Sari in there to see. Um, and that should give a great insight into dyscalculia also in a very short uh, way. So he really highlights the most important things here. Now, lots of time still to work on it. Like I said, it's uh, later in March. And uh, you can download all these uh, resources. There is the guidance to support students with uh, dyslexia and uh, dyscalculia from the National Numeracy Strategy. That's very important. And also uh, some links to uh, what the Good Understood website is uh, providing for us. So please click on this link and you will find the treasure trove. Sounds great. Absolutely. Good resources. Now, the next link says there are more ways to have this coquilla. What is that all about? Yeah, this is an account of uh, someone on Reddit. And they state that they never had problems with patterns or finding directions and had no problem at all with reading clocks. Now, this is interesting because many people think that this coquilla will always, or people with this coquilla will always have the same symptoms. And this person is the proof that you can have some symptoms and not, uh, and others not. So dyscalculia comes like dyslexia in many shades of gray. And more recent research also suggests that having a sharp cutoff point between when you do or you do not have dyscalculia or any other learning disability really does not make sense. Uh, it is more of a gliding scale where people have more or less of the learning disability and more or less of the problems. And obviously, 
it's also about the underlying issues, the brain functions like working memory, speed of um, uh, processing, temporal processing, and that whole um, orchestra of things that goes on in your brain, that can tell you uh, with what part of the dyslexia or the dys uh, dyslexia or dyscalculia you might have uh, the most uh, problems. So it's not like breaking your brain. It's either broken or it's not. But that's not the case with dyscalculia. It is a gliding scale and, and it features like this with the one and like that with the other. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Now, the, uh, the next link tells us that place value is so important. Why is that? Yes, place value is, is very basic to the method of doing math that we have uh, here. And without knowing place value, you would not be able to add or subtract. Regrouping would not work. Uh, you couldn't pronounce bigger numbers. Um, it's really a, a very important topic, but also it is uh, confusing for uh, children. Uh, that's something that looks like a five, and they have just learned to write a five and read a five. Now it's written in a different place, and all of a sudden it's actually, it means 50, five tens, or even five hundreds. So it always takes some time for students to catch up with that. And here, the, the good people of third place learning um, have assembled uh, 10 lovely games to do with young uh, students to help them understand the place value. Now, uh, please go to the link uh, on our site um, and, and see their games for your uh, use. Very good uh, suggestions. And we always say that um, games are the new worksheets. So that's good. That's good. Good link. Now, the next link wonders if math has changed and, and how come? Well, <laughs> obviously, uh, Did it change? and Did it calculations one and one is still two, right? <laughs> have not really changed. But over the years, we have changed the way how we teach it. Ah. And in this video, they tried to explain it by comparing it with how we changed teaching reading. To make sure they cannot only read a book, but also understand what it says in that book. Because that is obviously the reason why we learn to, to read. So similarly with math, uh, previously uh, we pressed for speed and accuracy at the same time. And we have now moved onto uh, putting more emphasis on understanding and give speed uh, a little bit lower priority. So a good comparison. Uh, you won't like uh, reading if you need to do it very quickly and accurately, but then you have no time to ponder what you're reading. You, you don't really understand or remember the story. Similarly, if you're pressured to do math really quickly and accurately, but do not really understand what you have done, you won't enjoy math. But when you show them, show your students what you can do with math and why a formula looks the way it is, how it works, then math comes to life and children will enjoy it more. They connect with it. And obviously they see the connection with their real life. And that is the real change 
in math or actually in, in how we teach math. Okay, okay. That, that makes it understandable. That makes it understandable. Now, it, uh, it brings us to our last link already for this week. And this is about working memory and numeracy training for kids. What can we learn here? Well, again, this is a very interesting um, research. It's uh, in the Journal of Educational Psychology and um, PsychNet, actually, of the American Psychological Association. Um, and the first author is David Nunez. And we have uh, more often referred to him as one of the... Um, very good um, researchers in this uh, this area. So this research, new, really fresh, they have looked into computerized training and numeracy and working memory, and how that can benefit children. It was a large study. They had uh, 428 children uh, of age uh, seven, um, and um, they implemented this in the classrooms for, um, for trying it out for the study. Uh, now, as we all know, um, class schedules have a tendency to change. <laughs> and that can upset the carefully lined out schedule And they had more than 407-year-olds, so that's correct. Yeah. Uh, making the research potentially less reliable because you want to have that right. uh, consecutive um, training um, yeah. on the times that you have scheduled it. In any case, they continued their work and looked at the preliminary results and it looks that combining numeracy training with working memory training gets the best uh, result. It's very interesting uh, good uh, research, so uh, just to um, expand on their methodology, like I said, they have four protocols. Uh, one group gets only working memory training, one group gets working memory and numeracy training, then we have a group who only gets numeracy training, and obviously we have a group of controls. So um, this is uh, really something to look at because it has... Um, a potential for us to implement this in, in more schools if this really um, proves to help be helpful for, for um, young children. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. We hope to see you back next week. Dr. Schroeder, obviously the founder of Disco Coolia Services. You can follow her. She's everywhere on the uh, interwebs uh, and, and tries to raise that awareness for Disco Coolia. She continues to hunt down everybody who wants to become a Disco Coolia tutor. And she is determined to add 2022 new Disco Coolia tutors this year. So please all go to DiscoCooliaTutorTraining.org. Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoCooliaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoCooliaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoCooliaHead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Disco Coolia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at DiscoCooliaHeadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.